Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Matt. We talk about movies on this show and in this episode we are discussing the new film in the Predator franchise, aptly titled The Predator. Yeah, I don't like this naming convention. Yeah. I don't like just adding the in front of things. This has become a thing. It's, it's almost like they want to have the, 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 the remake quality of having just the title again, but they're mm-hmm. trying to be sneaky and just put a the or take away the the. Uh, Fast yeah. and the Furious was notorious for this because they, they did it with two of They went from the Fast yeah. and the Furious to just Fast and Furious. It's bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. Uh, what's wrong with Predator 4? I mean, seriously, Predator 4 I, sounds honestly, good. I, I get the adding S like Cameron did for Alien to yeah. Aliens. That really denotes the difference in the movies. Um, but and, yeah. and same with Predator to Predators. But this one you're setting the... Yeah, well, that that one felt a bit a bit cheaper just because it was it was more about yeah. the nostalgia for aliens than it was about the plot itself. Because yeah. when you actually watch Predators, I, I remember just being like, "Oh, there's only three. That's not that big a deal. <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about here?" It's, it's not an entire colony. Yeah, you know. Whereas Alien yeah. to Aliens, it was like Jesus. Yeah. This is a big difference in yeah. terms of the plot. So that that, that was yeah. dare I say revolutionary when when Cameron did that no. with Aliens. But it, no, it was. I mean, here it's, we are. It's one of the rare sequels that uh, I feels better than the original. So, um, I probably like it a smidge more. I, I I would be hesitant to say it's, say it's actually better. I think they're both tens. They're both both that Yeah, I, just, I think it depends on what you like. If you like the low key dreaded like horror, I think the Ridley Scott Alien is more your thing. But if you like the action backed, shoot 'em up kind of style with a lot of tension, then that's uh, that's James Cameron. Mm. But we're not here to talk about aliens, we're here to talk about no. the Predator. Uh, we will start spoiler-free, as we always do. We will give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers, and that's what we're going to do. So, uh, so just, just, I think it's worth just starting this with uh, just a quick um, how you feel about each of the previous films in the franchise before we, we dive right in. Uh, poor Connor couldn't get a chance to go see it, which is a shame because he actually reviewed all the other films <laughs> in the franchise up until this point. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, the poor guy had to sit through Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Oh, he did, yes. As did I, so, may I add. Is this all he had? I was... Yeah, but, you, but I feel like you've seen them before. He might have not have seen those before. Oh, true. So Why does that make it better for him? I mean, I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, but that's like it's like going through a haunted house where you kind of know where the scares are because you've been mm. through again. You know how bad it's going to be. Poor Connor just has to go in blind and be like, oh, man. See, I still haven't seen Requiem. I just know it's bad. So... You should, do you know what, you should watch it just to bask, because, I mean, there's other things about it that are terrible, but the main thing that really sticks out is just how abysmal the filmmaker is. The film is just too dark. You can't see anything. Yeah. It's too dark. Yeah. Even daytime scenes feel dark somehow. I don't, I don't know how they achieved that, but somehow they did. You've told me that before, when I've, when I've thought to watch it. Mm. You're like, you know, uh, if you get on your TV, brighten your TV settings, because yes. it'll help out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Predator, love it, grew up on Predator, and Predator 2 for that matter. Predator is an exceptionally well-directed film. Uh, Predator 2 loses the good direction, but I have a lot of fun with it because it's really schlocky and has a nice, has a great cast, I like the setting of the city, and uh, AVP is just really mediocre. AVP Requiem is downright terrible and atrocious bottom, or whatever. Yeah, bottom of the basket of these movies. Like, and, and then Predator's... Predators is a funny one. I, I remembered liking it well enough, but watching it again last month for Influx, mm-hmm. you know, on the, on the build-up to this, yeah. um, kind of lukewarm on it. It's kind of middling. Yeah. It's, it's better than the AVP movie, sure, but it's not 
memorable. It feels kind of rushed. Um, characters are not very interesting or likable or <laughs> any of these things. It's kind of dull as a movie goes. Yeah. So, so I've only seen Predator, Predators, AVP, and now the Predator. I've Predator Two has escaped me thus far. Um, Damn, because uh, yeah. do do you know there's a character in this who's the son of a character in Predator Two? I I found that out later okay. uh, when I saw when I saw that I know who that actor is and I went huh that's funny and then it turns out to be related to that character yeah, yeah. so um, and then again I I just miss Requiem because I've heard it's terrible but the the first Predator is a, a classic like it goes without saying that's one I watch at least once a year um, and then. AVP, I had a lot of fun with it when I was younger and didn't know any better. And then just the whole story, it's kind of a mess, but it's kind of, there's parts of it that I, I do enjoy, but it's, you know, it's not good. Uh, and then Predators, I quite enjoyed, but I haven't seen it really since it hit home release. So it's been quite a few years since the last time I watched it, but eight I even. liked a lot of what happened. What's that? Eight even, it's been eight years. Yeah, so, well, funnily enough, I saw... The Predator in the same exact theater I saw Predators, which I thought was fun. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's changed so, in eight years. Uh, it's funny, actually, so, there's a bigger gap between Predators and The Predator than there was between Predator 1 and yeah. 2, bizarrely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, so so that's kind of where we stand just in terms of the franchise. Um, I'd recommend checking out Predator 2, though. I think you'll have fun with that. I do. Uh, so it's on HBO Go right now, because mm. when I came home from the movie, I was like, I should probably watch this at some point. And it's just it's sitting there, so I added it to my watch list, and probably this week I'll give it a go. Yeah, Bill finally... Bill Paxton's in it along with Danny Glover is is worth the watch. But yeah, see, I knew Busey and Glover were in it. I had no idea Paxton was though. Oh yeah, so I, I, I've, I've brought this up many a time. Bill Paxton is the only living, or well, not living, unfortunately, uh, they passed away last oh, year. But uh, I, I, you know, what? I'm just, I was just so used to saying that that I said that without thinking about it. Uh, but he's the only actor. That has been killed on screen by a predator, an alien, and a terminator, right? No one else has got that claim. Oh my god, he has. It's gold. Never even thought of it. Anyway, so oh. so yeah, so the predator is it's it's a very different plot from the previous films, and I, I think that's a good that's probably the first good mm-hmm. thing about it is by the time I saw Predators, it was kind of like, okay, right, they've got a group of characters going to be killed off one by one, slasher movie style. Yeah. Getting kind of old at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas this, we have more of a, an interesting kind of almost like you know the, the, the government division who are well aware of predators now and they're studying them, mm-hmm. and they're outright like detaining people and if not if if not outright killing them because they've seen predators and they're trying to like you know study their technology, study their DNA, figure things mm-hmm. out, and a predator crash lands, um, but he's on the run from other predators, so this bigger, badder predator mm-hmm. comes after him. But the whole thing kind of goes nuts because the the guy McKenna, our lead character, a sniper mm-hmm. who runs into the predator, steals a couple of his these uh, bits and pieces, his, his gauntlet, his mask, a couple of his technological things, yep. and he mails it to his house, which kind of paints a target on his son, played by Jacob Tremblay, mm-hmm. and, and so the predator's going after them. Uh, meanwhile, the secret government agency, which is led by Stillen K. Brown, is hunting uh, McKenna along with Olivia Munn, who was a scientist who was brought in, who mm-hmm. they decide afterwards, She's oh, not... we're going to kill her. Evolutionary. Yeah, well, evolutionary biologists, they want to know what's up with these, alien, or these predators. Um, mm. and, so, and yeah. 
so 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 they're on the run and they have to try and find proof that the predators exist so the the, the division just can't kill them and then on top of that you've got this bigger meaner badder predator hunting hunting another predator down and that's all the stuff that's going on in the movie that's the that's the basic premise nothing nothing about that's sort of basic admittedly but that's the thing uh, i suppose the other thing to add is that there's a whole group of characters with uh, mckenna who refer to themselves as the loonies and they're all discharged military types who have snapped or have got you know mental conditions yeah they're all kind of yeah, wacky, group two of for group therapy or they yeah group therapy too so yeah. they're they're all in there and yeah yeah so that, that becomes our, our, our team for the movie well so that's the basic <laughs> premise so i'll ask the question matt did you enjoy the predator somewhat uh, i it's there are parts of it that i really enjoy and there's other parts that had me going saying out loud what the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I had fun with it. I had fun with it, but mm-hmm. I think when I heard Shane Black was going to be directing it, if you don't know this, Shane Black was actually an actor in the first yeah. movie. Uh, he's yeah. the one who had all the pussy jokes, uh, who dies yeah. first. But he has obviously been writing and directing for a long time. Well, writing forever, but directing over the last decade or so. And yeah. him being put on this was kind of like, oh, this is really, this is like the, easily the most exciting Predator's been as a, a prospect in a long time. And yeah. I think I was excited for the potential that this would be like a complete relaunch where it would like capture like this new spirit for the Predator. And it's not really done that. The, the end result is kind of, it's better than Predator's, I think. I, I think it has a lot more personality than Predator's, which is why I like okay. it more. And... It's, it's a pretty solid action movie uh, with some good gore and the characters. Not every joke lands. There's some jokes that kind of thud, but there's a lot of jokes that do land. There's a lot of jokes that made me kind of chuckle. Yeah. And, uh, the, but I do think the movie moves far too fast. It feels like a movie that's been over-edited. And there's mm-hmm. several plot points where they don't really make it. Like there's, there's leaps in logic that I think is because things have been cut out and they're trying to speed things yeah. up. But there's several moments, and we'll talk more about it in spoilers, where I went... Wait, that doesn't add up. How did you jump to that conclusion? Wait, what? Uh, so it moves very fast, yeah. and that's probably my biggest problem. Yeah, yeah. the plot's kind of all over the place in parts, and I thought the tone, because I get that you want to have the comedy in there, because that was kind of a part of the original in the beginning, so you kind of want to do all that still, but I felt like the tone was all over the place throughout. I actually, know? I don't think the tone was all over the place. I think the tone was consistently just really light-hearted which was you know was different for a predator movie because you know yeah i guess i just thought like a, a lot of the jokey jokey stuff sometimes sacrificed like tension you know like you kind of want stuff to be drawn out and when you have all these guys cutting jokes constantly and like winking to the camera it's kind of distracting you know See, that wasn't surprising to me because it's a shane black movie and that's shane black's characters that's what these characters do they always have so I kind of went unexpected. Yeah, but I feel that. like I, I feel like in the other guys it's different than in something like the like Predator. You know, like I don't know. I yeah. think I just expected I expected it to be Shane Black, but not like that much Shane Black. If that makes sense, oh, no, I was... expected him to to rein it in a little bit because uh-huh. it's a different franchise. It's it's not an original. You know what I mean? Like he did. I think this is like Iron Man three and this are the only two franchises he's ever really worked on uh, anything else has been original yes um yeah it doesn't bother me so much because i like shane black movies so the shane blackiness mm-hmm. of it was was a-okay right. by me um 
and it was one of the things I was enjoying the most about the film. I mean, the characters, they're not deep characters. It's like there's little things that you try and set up, little arcs and stuff like that, and I appreciate the effort. Um, yeah. Overall, they kind of come off come off as a little bit thin, but they do have enough wit and they have enough jokes, and they're, they're all kind of mm-hmm. memorable. I feel like, not that I can yeah. remember the names, because I, I very rarely remember movie character names, but they're all very <laughs> memorable in that, you know, I remember, you know, Thomas Jane, like, he, he has Tourette's. I, you know, I remember the, the Hispanic guys a little bit. You know, he's, he's got, he's not creepy per se, but he keeps coming across as creepy to, to Olivia Munn. Yeah. And it, you remember, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously Nebraska is kind of the main one who befriends yep. McKenna and stuff. Like, McKenna. They, they all have something, and Sterling K. Brown, of course, is the antagonist. He's the villain. He's the human mm-hmm. villain of the movie. Uh, which again is kind of different from the, the previous view because yeah. even Gary Busey in two wasn't an outright villain. He was kind of an antagonist early on, and that he was covering things up. But once stuff really got got going, um, he 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 was never openly trying to kill the other characters or or, or main right. characters. Like, whereas is- Brown is actually ordering like, no, kill kill them all because they know too much. And you know, he was very over the top, but in a scenery chewing way that I enjoyed. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'm so used to seeing Sterling K. Brown as this kind of reserved character. Oh, serious he's, actor. He's a really he's strong a, actor. He's a drama yeah. actor. So to see him in this, and he's like chomping on gum and just being like that guy, I was yeah. like, oh, this is an interesting turn for him. I like that. Yeah, I, I think what I will say as well is that the cast all seem to be having a lot of fun with their mm-hmm. with their roles. Yeah. And that that brings an energy that I quite like. Uh, like I say, there was a lot of gore as well. I do wish again it slowed down at times just to basking it a bit more but there was some yeah. solid ri- limb ripping off and spine mm-hmm. pillage and you know all sorts and it was yeah and it was very you know i don't want to say grindhouse because it wasn't that bad but it was very like hey look at this which i kind of appreciated because uh, it didn't feel like it was digital gore it felt like they did stuff practically and they might have done it digitally and they just gotten that good at it but it um felt yeah like no i mean real I, if I it's funny. One, it's funny you bring that up because I think one of the biggest other complaints you could have outside of the uh, the rushed pacing, uh, which makes the story feel a bit jumbled, is the bigger predator. I'm going. I'm for here from henceforth. I shall refer to him to, as the Uber Predator, um, mm-hmm. and the, and the tradition of the Uber Vampires from the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, so of course, he he is completely CG because he's like you know he's mm-hmm. like nine ten foot tall. He's you know he's ridiculously yep. big. Uh, and this is not this is an all well not all the trailer I think the first trailer didn't have it but all the trailers since then have had this this big predator in it and he's completely CG and I think the CG is not that great like it's I mean it's not terrible it's not like you know asylum movie bad or anything like that but it's it definitely feels CG enough that it feels unnatural and the shame thing there is that the shame thing there that's not a sense but the the thing that's bad about that is that predator is such an iconic design and he's always had a great presence part. Pr- Partly because he is a physical suit, he's a physical makeup with the, the helmet, the mask, and mm-hmm. he's an actual presence. And sure, he's always been tall compared to the humans, so because they've always cast like a right. seven foot actor to to play right. the role. But uh, here, this bigger predator is a nice idea, but he's so goddamn CG that it's hard. He it feels a bit more schlocky, which I don't necessarily mind inherently because there's there's a lot of ideas mm-hmm. in this. The fact that we've got people like chasing down predator ships and we've got. Uh, we'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk about the ending and all the stuff that happens in the third act later and the spoilers, but a lot of it does feel a lot more, hey, let's do some silly B-movie stuff. And I appreciate that to a point, because I feel like the mystique of the Predator has been lost, right? O- over the years and the different sequels and how popular the, the, the design of the Predator is, I think it is smart to say, okay, he doesn't have the uh, the hide in the shadows mystique that he had in the first movie, right. because we all know what he looks like now. So you right. treat him a little bit differently. 
um and that that part makes sense to me that that that, that works for me um and i, I like the 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 cheesiness almost yeah. of it i, I think that's even though he was cg he did have that presence like because he is larger than life so when you mm. see him on screen compared to some of the like when you see him up against the regular predator we're used to it is kind of like oh man this is this is a game yeah. changer um, um it, i just it, wish they handled it better it's just not as much impact as the predator himself because yeah. it, it, it just it's just not real i guess is what i'm saying uh, right. and it sticks out more because he is I think it's because it's essentially the same design. He's just bigger, but because we're so used yeah. to the real predator, he looks just fake in comparison, and that's kind yeah. of a kind of a problem. He's he's a long and lanky predator. Like they stretched one out on a table. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, I, honestly, I think the first thing I'd recommend to anyone who wants to see this or is thinking of seeing it would be, except before you go in, this is a cheesy, light-hearted sci-fi B movie. And I think that'll go a long way. And I'm seeing a lot of people really ripping yeah. the shreds. The reviews have been really mixed. And um, I can't really blame anyone for not liking it because it is, no. it's is—it's a very messy film. But a lot of the things that it does have are the sort of things that I like in movies like this. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I came out of it being like, oh, I had fun. And I was kind of acknowledging the problems yeah. as I was going. Um, I think one of the problems that I pointed out in my, my written review is that there's a weird thing that happens in the back half of the movie where... By the time the big predator, the uber predator, is supposed to be the main threat, it's kind of weird because the movie focused more on the human threat. You know, it focused more on mm-hmm. on a uh, Traeger, uh, still in K. Brown's character. It focused way more on him, so that by the time we got to the, the big uber predator, as far as the humans were concerned, it felt more like an afterthought. It was like they've not really been that scared of him <laughs> up until now. It's no. kind of almost out of nowhere that oh, we're we're doing a predator movie now at the end. Uh, so yeah. I think that's a fair critique as well. From a structure perspective, yeah, and, and I agree that I, I equated this to like going to Taco Bell and ordering twelve dollars worth of food. You know what you're getting into, and it might be a lot of fun, but you're gonna have a lot of questions at the end, you know. So, but no, it is. It's a lot of fun, despite a lot of the critiques I have against it. I went with my brother, and we looked at each other at parts of it and couldn't help but like smile and giggle at stuff, you know, because it really does ruin the cheesiness. Or ruin the cheese. I said ruin the cheese. I was like, how does it ruin the cheese? No, no, no. <laughs> ruin. ruin the cheese. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yes, yes. A very important space there between root and then <laughs> to, to, right. really, to really emphasize the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, access is cool. Um, uh, cast is really good. I mean, if anything, um, and again, I said this in my reviews, you could, if anything, you could, you could complain that they waste some good actors in really small roles. Like, Thomas Jane's really yeah. good and. Uh, he's, he's great in the small role he's in. Uh, the one that stuck out to me, though, was Yvonne Strahovski, who plays McKenna's wife, who's in a yeah. few scenes. And, like, between, like, Chuck and then more recently Handmaid's Tale, she's, like, you know, a really proven actress, and she's only in this small wife role. And it's like, this is weird. I'm so used to... Yeah, when I saw like, her come up, and I, I was like, that's the girl from Chuck, right? Yeah. And I expected her to do more things. Like, she has a pretty pivotal role at a certain point, but then it's not really about her. So you're kind of like, oh... Okay, so you keep waiting for her to turn back up, and, and she doesn't. So yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. I mean, it was nice to see her. It was nice. To, I mean, Jake Busey, of yeah. course. Uh, Jake Busey plays the son that he's of the character his father played, Gary Busey, in Predator Two, and that's one of the things that I'd I'd like to point out actually is the movie does feel very respectful to the to at least the first two movies in the yeah. franchise. It seems to, uh, and it's funny because of Jake Busey being there and because of them referencing. And uh, and the the stuff they've got in the 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 items in the lab and stuff, it feels like it's 
actually referencing Predator 2 more than it's referencing Predator 1 most of the time, which is kind of yeah. interesting, and I like that. If someone, if someone who thinks Predator 2 gets the short end of the stick, I'm like, yeah, reference yeah. Predator 2, it's part of the world. Well, Although, what's funny about that is that Predator 2, when it was made in 1990, 91, was set in the was... alternate future of 1997, and it's just kind of funny to think about how it's the world of the, the Predator, the, the film universe, is kind of went back to normal over the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've regressed, if you will. Um, so, from what I understand, so you said that Predator takes place in a city, mostly, right? Yeah, L- L.A., um, yeah. The... So, so I liked here that it, it did the different, where you're in the suburbs. Oh, yeah, I like you know? that, too. So it, yeah, different city. You know, it's not quite the city, but there also there's forest, you know, on the outskirts of town that they end up in. And uh, I, I really like that setting for it, because it did make it stand out against the jungle of, of Predators and... Uh, Predator, and then whatever that that temple complex was in AVP, you yeah, know, this, this made it feel unique. Stupid temple, I hate that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I like. I, I think it actually does honor the franchise, and it makes sense because Black obviously was involved in the original, and uh, uh, clearly yeah. doesn't hate Predator too, like a lot of people seem to. Uh, which mm-hmm. is that, so that's cool. Um, so I like that. I like that quite a bit. I I think um, it, it pays respect to the franchise, although it is trying to do something different. Um, I think because of the problems, though, it ends up in this place where it's for fans and kind of no one else. I, I don't think, like, I was hoping that Shane Black's Predator movie was going to, like, grab new people again. And I don't think it will. I, th- yeah. I think this this works yeah. for fans if you care, and it especially works if you like Shane Black's sense of humor. And I do. So those things make it an enjoyable watch to me in terms of, and we'll get to the rating at the end, yeah. but it kind of yeah. falls in line there. But it's not like, oh, Predator's been rejuvenated and everyone's going to be into Predator again because of this. Um, it may yeah. do well enough to get its sequel because I know that there's a mm-hmm. rough trilogy plan for, for what they're yeah. doing here, but um, but we'll see. Yeah. I, um, I, I try to talk my wife into watching Predator in the regular. It's like one of our jokes. Mm. Where I was like, hey, honey, you want to watch Predator with me? And every time it's no. I'm not, I'm not watching that. So when the rumblings of Shane Black directing this, I was like, Hey, you know the guy from Iron Man three and the other guys is not the other guys. The nice, nice guys, guys, yeah. Are, yeah, are uh, he, he's making the new Predator movie? Do you want to see it? She goes, still no. So, <laughs> and I think that you, you sum that up perfectly. That if you're not into the concept of Predator, no amount of Shane Black's gonna make you rush out and see it, even if you like his other yeah, movies. Yeah, and I, I think to add on to that, I, I think I'd specifically say people who are quite happy with Predator two would probably end up liking this one i think there's people oh. there's a lot of people who like for them everything sucked after the first one because i mean it's fair to say the first one is easily the best one and it's at least objectively speaking even though i really like predator 2 and would rank it really close to it predator 1's direction is next level compared to the rest whereas the rest in terms of like visual style and direction are very you know basic to to whatever and not to say Shane Black's direction here is bad necessarily but it's kind of hurt no. by the editing and the pacing but pre- if you go back and watch Predator 1 it is so well paced it is so well directed everything about it the, the last entire act is got no dialogue and it's just this game of cat and mouse it's so mm-hmm. immaculately done um, and nothing since that's captured that and that's that's a fair complaint so there's a lot of people who love the first one think it's a classic and think the rest suck and if you're one of those people, you're going to hate this movie. That this movie fits into the schlocky B movie sequel lineage of Predator, which I was kind of hoping it'd get out of. But at the same time, I'm okay with that as well. Like I like that. Yeah. So it's kind of, and, so, and a so good place. McTiernan did um, 
Predator, right? Yep. He did. He yeah, did okay. Predator, and then he went on to do Die Hard. So he did two of the best yeah. action movies ever made, pretty much back to back. He's an insane okay. man. That's what I thought. I just I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that, that's tough cheese to follow. You know, like. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. But but yeah. Uh, you want to talk spoilers? Um, I'm trying to think. Was, uh, I feel like there was one more point I wanted to make, but I forgot what it was. Though it got lost in the the thought process about ten minutes ago. That's all right. So uh, yeah, we'll give spoilers. So full spoilers then for for the predator from here on here on out. Um, so so here's the thing, right? So so the 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 original predator. The and when I say original, not the one from the first movie. He died, but you know the, the original design predator, yeah. the rogue predator, as I was calling him in the review. Um, he comes to Earth, and later on, basically, so he's, still, he's, being, still, yeah, he's, he's being chased by another ship. He gets shot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But over, later on, still and K. Crashes. Brown and Co. basically deduce that oh, this other predator was hunting them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I get why you get that because the other predator did hunt them and then kill them and blah blah blah. And then he says, I th- I think he was coming to warn us. I I think I think. We are like you know, Earth is on its last few generations, and they want to like come and kill us. That's why that's why the attacks are speeding up because they're trying to hunt as well. We're still around to be hunted, and I I think that the first predator he was here to help and warn us, and I was like, wait a minute, where are you getting that from? How did you come to yeah. this conclusion? Uh, that's why I looked at my brother. I go. No, dude, he was killing commandos in the middle of the jungle. Well, yeah, and, that, like, that, well, that's the, skulls. yeah, that's the next thing. If he's here to help, then why did he start killing people the second he arrived? Yeah, yeah, that made no sense. He he's <laughs> he's literally like out of his ship. He, he's got like a, a little escape pod. He comes out of that and then almost immediately starts murdering soldiers. And I'm like, yeah. if he's really here, if and do you know, I love this idea. I love the idea mm-hmm. that there's like you know like there's almost like a civil war in Predatorland mm-hmm. where some people are like no, we shouldn't be murdering these people and we should be helping them because they are intelligent species so it makes sense to have yeah. different factions of people i actually kind of like that but it's like how, how they come to this conclusion i do not know but it's the sort of I thing again if you just roll with it it's like okay there's fun stuff to be had later on with that idea but um it's just weird but this all sets up for the for the ending in which they find the all, all movie they're talking about how the big predator wants to find a stolen item and then they get to the mm-hmm. end of the movie and they finally defeated the predator and we come to the the new version of the division, and uh, we have we have uh, the package, and it turns out to be. And I I I started laughing during this scene because of how ridiculously uh-huh. B movie this was, but not in a bad way. I kind of love it. I love this. Yeah. And yeah, basically, it's a it's a a robot Iron Man esque Predator suit, which a human can wear to fight predators. And you know, I McKenna, believe that's what it was. And McKenna's looking at it going, that's my new suit. And then it kicks the credits yeah. like, da 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 Does it have it in a 42 long? And I was just like, oh, man. Oh, so when, when they're going on about it, my brother's like, he had read something before we went that Predator and Terminator are in the same universe, which makes no, no sense to me just <laughs> hearing that headline. So as we're getting to the reveal and it's looking like it's some kind of AI, I'm like, if a flipping Terminator comes out of that, I'm going to jump out of my seat. I don't know if it's a good jump or a bad jump, <laughs> but I'm going to lose it. 
Nah, nah, this, 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 this pap. Do, 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 actually, I was, I was, I've already made my Buffy reference for the show, but it oddly mm. reminded me of the robot suit that the demon who gets on the internet makes in uh, season one. Yes, there you go. You remember the name of the demon? Uh, and uh, I robot you, Jane. Se- season one episode yeah. of Buffy. Uh, it reminded yeah. me of that robot suit. It's, I mean, obviously this is a lot, a lot better looking and a lot more high tech, but yeah. the shape of the the mask and stuff reminded me of that. Uh-huh. So it's yeah, basically. So they have this technology to make a, a an anti predator suit, and they still decide to make it look like a predator, but even though it's meant not for predator to wear, right? I assume it's meant for anyone to wear. It just happens to be humans okay. in this case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because um, that's the other thing you find out is that the predators have been coming to all these different planets, and they they are killing people almost in like a scientific study to see how they can alter their DNA because. Um, they they find out when they bring Olivia Munn in, who's an it's hard word to say, evolutionary biologist. Um, she finds out that there's human DNA in this predator that they have, mm. uh, of the rogue predator. Um, and then you end up finding out that the predators have been doing, you know, uh, gene splicing on themselves to make them stronger. Yeah, the the idea the is they take DNA from the best of each planet, like the, the best mm-hmm. warrior. Now, they never killed Arnold, but let's say Arnold did go down. They'd have right. taken DNA from Arnold, and, that, and this thing would be part Arnold, <laughs> is basically the idea. Right. Uh, which is, which right. is fine. It's, it's a fine idea. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm okay with like that it. as a concept. Um, like I say, the, um, the, the ending with the, the robot suit is kind of like so ridiculous, but in a, in a kind of a fun, like a 12-year-old boy came up with this yeah. idea kind of way, and I'm oh, okay no, with it. Definitely. It looked like when they would make stuff in the '90s just to sell toys. Yes, and it was like, it does, oh, yeah. here, get the, get get the predator suit version. You know, you know, McKenna with predator mask or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, oh. the shot. So he McKenna sends all of his stuff. He's in somewhere in Latin America. They're in the jungle. He's he's assassinating drug lords for mm-hmm. the government, and um, his team gets taken out by the predator uh, at first. That happened also quick. I felt like I got whiplash, right? Because it was yeah. like a three guy team. Yeah, it was very quick. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what I did like about that yeah. scene though, and then one of the other scenes later on is that yeah. well, I think it's that scene where the player's in his cloaking tech, right? But then the the, the body that he's cutting half above him starts just pouring blood onto yeah. him. So you get the invisible yeah. predator with the blood landing on top of him, and I'm like, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. Now now his cloaking's no. screwed because he's covered in blood. Uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I liked how it played with the technology. Obviously, McKenna gets the little ball that, that makes the, yeah. the, the cloaking work. So he actually... The cloak. It, it's, it's, it's basically a Chekhov's gun. You know at some point he's going to show up invisible out of nowhere later on in the movie. Yeah. And of course it does happen later on when he's saving his son. But uh, it's yeah. a really smart little Chekhov's gun. It works really well. If you don't know what Chekhov's gun is, Chekhov's gun's a movie or a story concept where if you introduce a gun or an item in Act 1, it has to be used by the end of the story. And that's that's what, you know, in this movie, it's that. That's the Chekhov's gun. Uh, speaking yeah. of guns, I thought it was weird how after the uh, the, the loonies, I'll refer to them as, escape their prison mm-hmm. transport, they save Olivia Munn, we have that very funny moment where yeah. she tranks herself in the foot um classic shame black humor and they go back to town and, and he realizes oh shit i've put my son in danger because the the predator is going towards my hometown now yep. and they, they they go there when they show up in the hometown every single member of this team including olivia one all have like giant machine guns and i'm like where did they get all these guns was this a scene that was cut out when they went into the gun store and, and you know like well, stopped and, up and commando style part because i was like trying to piece other things together where'd they get the rv from Oh, no idea like, either. They just show up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no idea. So they, they show up with all these guns and an RV, and they got this rolling convoy to 
to that, save the kid. That, this reeks of two scenes being cut. It reeks of a scene where they steal an RV, and it reeks of a scene where they, they either went to a military base or whatever and stole a bunch of guns. Like, those, yeah. it feels like there's two scenes that are cut out here. And I'm like, I want those scenes, especially the, the gun scene, because, you know, I want that scene from Commando where Arnold's like, just, like, shopping, and he's just grabbing all these guns. Like, yeah. give me that scene with these lunatics. Why not? <laughs> yeah, especially with Shane Black's sense of humor. Like, someone wants to get, like, a bow and arrow, and they're like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be cool, right? Like, running around the woods with a bow and arrow. And, you know, I could see Shane Black writing that scene. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's good humor. I, I like how uh, the guy makes the little unicorn. Because Olivia Munn's, like, yeah. knocked out because she tranked herself. And, you know, McKenna saves her before she gets shot. But he, when she, they're in the motel room, and she's still asleep, and they're all just kind of standard awkwardly. And they, he goes up and puts a little unicorn on the bed next to her as if this will this will cheer her up. And then yeah. <laughs> she wakes up, and she's like, what the, what the hell is this? What is this creepy shit? Yeah. Serial killer stalker yeah. nonsense. So... <laughs> I was a little worried when Olivia Munn got cast because I don't think of her as a particularly good actress. But then I remembered, oh, this is Predator. You don't necessarily have to be that good. And then when she's revealed to be a, a biologist, I was like, oh, okay, we're doing like the hot chick scientist thing. But she ended up being really believable. Like, I feel like I need to give her more credit going forward. I mean, um, I don't know if I'd say believable. I mean, she's fine uh, as, as the scientist. Yeah. I, I, I think she works because she's she's good at the wisecracking. Like the, see, see, whenever like yeah. someone says something and she gives the, the, the snarky, like, what the hell did you just say mm-hmm. response? She's good at that, and that's what works in the movie. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Uh, one of the things we have to talk about that we've not touched upon at all mm-hmm. is Jacob Tremblay's character, because I, I think um, he's probably the other biggest problem in the movie. Because here, here's the thing. Shane Black is known for doing the kid, right? He's do- known for doing really yeah. good, wisecracking kids. Uh, nice guys had a standout performance from the daughter. Uh, yeah. Everyone remembers the kid from Iron Man 3 quite fondly. Uh, he's done it in a bunch of his movies going all the way back, right? Just from movies he's written to movies he's directed. Hero is the entire movie. Yes, that's true, yeah. That. yeah. He wrote that, yeah. Um, also directed by Neil, Neil uh, McTiernan. Not Neil. Yeah, John McTiernan. John McTiernan, thank you. I was like, John. where did I get Neil from? Uh, McTiernan. Uh, but, so, so, here's the thing. Tremblay's character, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rory. He He's autistic. And we get this scene early on where we see that he's bullied and he's very good at memorising things. And he's good with computers and numbers. He's very good. Yep. And this feels like a very dated trope to me, this idea that an autistic person is like otherwise like got like a, a mental superpower when it comes to like thinking about right. math. And this, it's like, okay, I'll just kind of roll with it. But by the end of the movie, they kind of treat him like the chosen one. Because not only does Sterling K. Brown and co. want to kidnap him because he can operate the, the Predator computers, which, by the way, is just kind of a cheap trick um, that he can do that. Uh, even the Predator's like, oh, I want McKenna. I want McKenna. He's the strongest of you. And it turns yeah. out he's talking about his son. He's talking about Rory. And then even Olivia Munn at a couple of points saying, oh, some people believe that autism is just the next step in the evolutionary chain, yeah. that they're actually more advanced than us. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, it just all felt really, like, really, I don't want to say quite so insensitive, just kind of cheap, and it made him a plot device as opposed to usual, whereas usually I think of Shane Black kids being strong characters and being memorable well, because they're, they're he assets He didn't, he didn't the have film. much agency. He no. was just along for the ride. Like you said, he becomes a MacGuffin. Yeah, he's the MacGuffin. Um, there's, there's a couple well, which of... Which is a problem... There's a couple of nice moments yeah. with him, like, you know, there's, there's a, the F-bomb he drops in the last act where he tells Sterling Kubrick to go F himself. Right. That was actually a really funny moment, but... And that that's classic Shane Black, but otherwise he he yeah he's kind of I'd say him the rushed pacing and then therefore jumbled plot at times um, are the two biggest problems in the movie. 
No, I'll, I'll agree with that. I, but to touch on the autism thing, um, this is not the first time I've seen this in the, this type of story that oh, sure, yeah. autism is seen as like this. Um, like we look at them like, oh, because they're not like us, it, it's a problem, but they just have a different you know, set of capabilities. And I don't know if it's because I work around autistic kids, so I have this mm. soft spot, but he felt very true to that. And I like, but I agree with you that I wish there was more. I wish he had a little bit yeah. more agency in I mean, what that's was good. going I mean, if, on because I don't yeah. have the same experience. But I mean, if you're telling me his performance felt true to yeah. to a real autistic person, mm-hmm. that's great. That's great that, it, that the performance yeah. matches up with that. Um, yeah. It just it, it, by, by the time it got to the end, they were, they were kind of treating him like, oh, he's special. He can do special things, and yeah. it, it just it felt yeah. very dated and tropey. I guess is 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 what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Well, it's him figuring out the alien language in the course of a night like that. I feel you're like, okay, I get it. He's autistic, and he might be able to piece things together. Mm. But over the course of the night, it's a little stretch. But um, I did like that twist though that they they weren't after McKenna; they were after his son. Uh, the predator. Yeah, also, I thought that was cool. Uh, I love Javon It's not her fault, of course, but her character at one point says something really stupid. Like she sees the big box that you know the predator mask and the yeah. gauntlet came in, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, so my son ordered some video games. Big deal." Wait a minute, your son's like eleven. How did he order video games by himself? Do you just give him a credit card? And on top yeah. of that, video yeah. games don't come in a giant box. This box is big enough for a TV. What? <laughs> How many video games did they order? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and I did, I do like that they made it, that McKenna wasn't trying to put his family at, at odds because it was supposed to be sent to a P.O. box, yeah. but no one's picked up that P.O. box in a while, so they just sent it to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't directly so, stupidity, you know, stupidity that led him to his family, right. yeah. Right. And then the kid being curious because it's his dad's stuff he wants to see, and you know, we get that real fun visual of him wearing the Predator mask on Halloween. You know, mm. and blowing up a house, and it's it's, it's like you know, like three times too big for his face. It's just this giant. Yeah. He's got it taped yeah. to the back of his head. Yeah, it was a nice image. Yep. Um, yeah. Actually, one of my favorite jokes in the movie is when the the Looney's shop at the house eventually, and they're with Yvonne Strahovski, and uh, McKenna yes. is like, "Oh, I'm go- I'm going to go out there and find my son. Here's my sniper rifle." And he goes, out. "And this this is actually why I had a problem with it, why they all had guns because he gets his because we can know where he gets his gun. He takes it from his house." But then when they all show up to help him in like two scenes time, they've all got machine guns, whatever. Anyway, so he leaves to go, I'm going to go get my son. And, the, you know, um, and Nebraska's like, you know, is your husband the man I think he is? And he's like, oh, he's, he's done this. He's killed all these people. He's a great soldier. He's a shitty husband, but he's a fantastic, honorable soldier. And then yeah. Nebraska's like, yeah, so we should go and help him. And then I think it's, I think it's uh, Key who's like, well, it sounds like he can take care of himself then. We'll just stay here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna stay here, and they sit on the couch, and they have snacks. And, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so that, that that was that was fun. I'll tell you, the third act's a bit messy, and I'll I'll get to yeah. my big problem with it in a second. But I did actually really like the inventiveness with the force field because at one point we get to this stage where the the, the Uber predators try to fly away with Jacob Tremblay mm-hmm. on board, and we have we have McKenna like run and jump and like land on the ship and. Uh, him and the other guy are on top of it, and basically this force field comes on the ship, and there's like, there's like a, maybe like a foot of a of a width between the ship and the force field, but yeah. basically as it's happening, you have it like cut off like the other guy's legs, and then he like falls off the ship. But yeah. McKenna's like inside the force field, and it's kind of like a like a solid wall. He's got this little crawling space. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of fun and inventive. Like I've never seen this done with a force field before. This is kind of a neat little. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Trick. Because usually when you think of a force field, there's no space in between the ship and the force field. But here there was just enough 
for him to slide. Yeah, it's it, pretty cool. It was using it as a as a mechanical device to make a scene have an yeah. action beat, I guess, more than anything. Yeah. Um, here, here's yeah. a problem with the, the finale. Like I say, uh, it, we go all movie focusing on the human villain, and then we're maybe caring about the big predator. And this, it, it's so quick. This third act, and most of the ladies die off one by one, very, very quickly. And there's a nice mm-hmm. thing where two of them have got like a, you know, Key and um, Thomas Jane's character have like a bond, and they have like a nice yep. little sort of we'll kill each other moment because we're both dying anyway. And it's like okay, that's right. fine. But everything was a bit too quick, and then my other big problem with it is, and this is funny because right before we started this this recording, yep. Matt said to me, "Hey, did the bad guy die? Did Traeger die? I don't remember that." Yeah. Do you know what? I noticed this in the movie, but I only just caught it. When the, the Predator attacks them all, when because they basically all decide to team up because the Predator's hunting yeah. them all. Because the Predator uses their translator that they've been using to try and translate the Predator language to speak to yeah. them. He's like, hey, I'm going to give you a head start. I'm hunting all of you now, bitches. That's basically what the Predator yeah. says. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun that he's actually just like warning them, I'm coming for you. Uh, but yeah. So compared to the first movie though, where the the predator is like slowly stalking his prey, in this he basically just shows up and starts ripping people from limb to limb, like oh, like very quickly. Yeah, he's he's not, which goes along with the joke of of if they're really a predator, because a predator notes that they eat whatever they kill, and then we know that they don't. So he's like a hunter, and so now yeah. he's gone from like like a game hunter that's doing it for sport to just like a brutal. I'm gonna take out everything. In the most vicious way possible. Yeah, it's still... Because it added more to that, like, roided-up predator. Yeah, it's it's still a little bit for sport because he's he's warning them because he wants to chase, but he's he's Mm -hmm. not wasting time about it at all. Uh, No. That's a running joke in the movie, though, is that predator's not actually an accurate description because predators... Mm -hmm. You know, they they, they do it for a reason, whereas this is just purely for sport and the the, the predators do. But as Sterling K. Brown puts it, we took a vote, it sounds cooler, F yeah. Yeah. So, but no, so it's during this chaos, it's when the Predator, like, jumps in when they're all together and he starts killing people left and right. Sterling K. Brown, he's got the Predator cannon on his shoulder. It turns, when he tries to use it, it turns and, I assume the big Predator's controlling it, it turns and blows up his own head. But it happens so quick. It's, like, so, it is blinking, you'll miss it. To the point where if you didn't catch it, like you did, you're thinking at the end of the movie, where did that character disappear to? Because right. the, the edit is, and this is purely an editing problem, it happens so quick, and I think the bigger problem though is not only is it so quick, none of the other characters kind of comment on it or acknowledge it in any no. way. It's not like McKenna's like, oh, you know, oh good, that asshole died, right, great, yeah. I wanted that to happen. No one mentions it, It no, it's never brought up, it just, it feels so like wasted. And keep in mind, this is our antagonist who's been trying to kill them all movie and has kidnapped his son, yeah. like... All of this, like he, he's he's a he's a he's a funny malicious shit, but he's a malicious shit, and you're waiting for his yeah. death. You're looking forward to it, and it's funny that the, the predator can that he's wearing because he thinks he's cool with it on, turns and shoots him in the right. head. But it okay. happens. It's like it's like a one second shot. It is so quick. I yeah. I it took me a second when I was watching it to process what I just saw. I was like, wait, did Stanky Brown just die? Oh, I think he did. Okay, mm. all right. <laughs> Guess we're moving on. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I didn't even pick up on it because I thought, well, if they do a sequel, maybe he'll come back with a vengeance, you know, and like, oh, we're gonna yeah, get him yeah. back. <laughs> um, but no, he no no coming back for him. So not at all. But yeah, no. Nope. Um, um, yeah, the last act with with the fight with the with the the Uber Predator <clears throat> that was pretty cool because they take him out limb by limb, basically. Yeah, uh, McKenna and Olivia Mundu. So that's pretty pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess I expected some mud, but that's too tropey <laughs> anymore. So, yeah, I, yeah, no. I guess. I, I, what I liked about the the the. What what I didn't like, what I'd critique about, it, I liked how they were taking the limbs off one by one, and they eventually got them down. Mm-hmm. I do think it felt a little bit too easy, G- given how hard it was for Arnold yeah. and his team to kill a predator in the first one. This bigger, badder yeah. predator felt like it was really easy to take down. But I guess that kind of goes uh, with the more light-hearted tone in the movie, where it's not as like scary and tense. Well, yeah, in in storyline though, I can get it that he's he's determined they're not as big of a threat, so he's out in the open. Sure, he's okay. almost challenging them. To like, yeah, come come get me. I don't need a cloak. I don't need this. I'll just have my big sword wrist blade thing, and mm. I'll take you all out. Um, but no, that was just how I, I took that on. But I really like Boyd Holbrook. We didn't really talk about him that much. Um, they play, the plays, most uh, I've seen him. He plays McKenna. He's McKenna. Yeah. Uh, I, most I've seen him in was in Logan, where he played the, the antagonist. Yeah. Uh, and he was really good in that. Uh, and here he's really good too. So I got to search out more that he's in because he's he almost is like he's very eastwood-esque he's a man of few words but he has this presence but then when he does talk it's like oh wow he's he's real good he's got charisma uh most of the cast do which is mm-hmm. which is what makes what what, what works in the mm-hmm. movie works largely because of that admittedly i don't think the characters mm-hmm. have great arcs per se it, they, they do feel kind of yeah. thin in terms of like what they go through but they're all likable and funny to be around for the most part. So you, you kind of forgive yeah. it a bit more. At least I do. I mean, I, I know some of the reviews yeah. are just tearing it to shreds and think it's a complete mess. And it, Last I saw, it was at 40%. It might be lower. Yeah, now, it, it, it it be higher. Don't get me wrong. It is a very messy film. I I can't really fault anyone if they if they just outright dislike it. I really yeah. can't. It's, it's, it's not necessarily a good movie. It's messy. And it's, it's definitely, out of his directed films, it's definitely Shane Black's weakest film. If you include everything he's written... Yeah. Not so much, but no, but yeah, definitely have his directed film because I went in thinking this is Shane Black. I expected more, but for what it is, you know, you always want to try to review a movie for what it is, not what it should have been. Then yeah, it's it's still a mess, and that that has all to do with with the story and whatnot. Not so much Black's direction, because like I, I've kind of come around on it talking uh, about it, where mm. you, you point out it is more lighthearted, and I wasn't expecting that, so it threw me. But that's not as bad as I, you know, coming into this as I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had fun with it. I, I think I liked, I liked being around the characters. I liked some of the the, the action. Um, I liked how inventive mm-hmm. it was with the predator technology. But it is very much um, a case of if you if you don't like that stuff, if you don't care about predator, you're going to be left feeling with a, like a messy movie overall, and um, yeah. it doesn't have the emotion or the the, the, the pacing to give the, the the weight to the the character beats. That they, they kind of mm-hmm. need, um, which is, is which is a shame because it, it, it puts it from being like a solid, great like re- rejuvenation of the franchise to being a kind of cheesy B movie that you'll enjoy if you like cheesy B movies and you enjoy yeah. uh, the Predator franchise, which is which is where yeah. I'd, I'd rank it. It's it's for fans only, really. Um, that's how I describe it, and and not every fan's going to love it. Again, if if you're someone who who's hated them all since Predator. Uh, you you you're gonna hate this as well. Like there's there's, there's, yeah, there's there's nothing that that's gonna win you over in this one. Yeah, it's very much a predator movie. I just want to add in. I just want to add in. I let it this in before the outro. I want to add in that I really liked the 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 spin on the uh, you want ugly motherfucker line 
uh, where yeah. when Olivia Munn arrives, because she's a scientist and she looks at the predator, she's like, "You're one beautiful motherfucker." And I thought, "Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice play in that to have the yeah. line in, but make it yeah. different." So, well, like and, and and get to the choppers, and they all get motorcycles. That one that that, was kind of funny. That one made me cringe a bit more. That one, that one felt more forced. Yeah. It felt definitely forced, but I was like, they went for it. Yeah. You know? Like, Olivia Munn's line yeah. felt more natural to me because it felt like something a scientist who is like, oh, an alien? I get to study an alien? It felt like something she would say. But, hey. So, yeah. so what, what would you rate it? Um, Six. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I had a great time with it, but it was a six out of ten. Okay. So, so Pete, I think, liked it a little more than me, but he grades a little bit more difficult than I do because I gave it a seven. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, but, um, but if you if you're openly admitting your rating system is skewed, you should yeah. you should correct that. I know, but that's why I asked you first. But I have mine. It's in my phone. Coming out of it, I gave it a seven, uh, and then talking through you, you made me like it a little bit more. So I couldn't couldn't make it a six five or whatever. It, it hold fast. Is, you know? No, like I subjectively had a really good time watching this for all despite all of its flaws, but. Yeah. I also have my objective filmmaking brain on, and I, I you know, there's, there's things that stuck out as being that's kind of weird. What they kind of brushed over that, they've just kind of jumped to this point. Um, and because of that messiness, I can't give it any higher than a six. And because of uh, Jacob Tremblay's character feels looks really forced, I can't really give it any higher than that. But I will watch this again. Like I'm, I'll have fun watching this again. So yeah. well, now now I'll say I need to watch Predator Two and then watch this and see if I pick up on anything else. Um, mm. That, that I might have missed having not seen Predator 2. So, and for that, at least, I'm, I'm thankful for that. But, but yeah, no, I mean, Shane Black, I, I prefer his original stuff more, I think. Even though I really do enjoy Iron Man 3. But, you know, oh, I was I like coming it. off of The Nice yeah. Guys, which was my favorite movie of that year. Yeah, I, I, so. I like Iron Man 3. Best Iron Man movie, Fight Me People. Um, and Nice Guys, I love. Uh, Kiss the Spine Bang is really good. Um, even the movies he's written but didn't direct, like uh, Long Kiss Goodnight, uh, all four Lethal Weapon movies. Although, obviously, I think most people think the fourth one, and even the third one, to an extent, is is weaker. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you got no. those Predator, Last Action Hero. Um, he's got a thing. If, if anything, I'm surprised this was set at Halloween and not Christmas, <laughs> because yeah. he lo- he loved to <laughs> at set least things he at went Christmas. For the holiday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the second one. If he gets a second one, and you know, they may do okay. I, I, I've not checked the the box office yet to see how it's done, but um, yeah. I, I think it was gearing up for an okay R read uh, thing, Uh Yeah, so so I have that open. So it opened at twenty four million. So yeah, twenty four. So that's not. I mean, it came in number one, but it's not like fantastic that, that doesn't sound like it's good enough for a sequel to me but we'll see how it does worldwide i uh and we should probably briefly mention actually the the controversial uh the the, the scene removal uh because it was a sex yeah. offender that uh, was in a scene with olivia munn and mm-hmm. knowing that going in and knowing that it was a jogger who was like like harassing her when she was in the park it's very obvious when you watch the movie that that was her introduction scene because in the movie it kind of just cuts to the helicopter arriving and going to talk to her yeah um and just kind of turns it's, it's very abrupt but because if you know the circumstances, you don't you don't begrudge yeah. this. Um, you don't begrudge the abruptness of this introduction because clearly the scene oh. that introduced her is the scene that was cut yep. because of this. Uh, so and, uh, and I'm fine. glad she raised such a stink because you can't be doing oh, yeah. that. Oh, no. Um, no, it's it's yeah. I'm I'm glad she did too. Um, I I feel like, uh, you know, 
Shane should have known better. I mean, he he's apologized and said that he didn't, he wasn't aware to yeah. the extent of the the, the charges that, that his friend had. But yeah. um, and I I want to believe him. I I hope he's telling the truth there. I really me do. Because I like yeah, I like him too. as a filmmaker, and I, I don't want to yeah. have to hate someone else. But um, yeah. uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully that that pans out. But um, I, I guess the nicest thing I could say about this is that I'm down for more if they do make more. I don't know if it's going to get a sequel, yeah. but I, I'm down for Robot Predator suit. <laughs> I'm yeah. into it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, uh, Predator Iron Man. I mean, that, that's a toy I need. So. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess that's I guess that's the Predator. Um, like I mentioned, I, I did do a, a scripted spoiler free review. It went up a couple of days ago, so you can go check that out as well if you want. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support mm-hmm. the channel and everything we do here, including discussions, reviews, comics, podcasts, everything, you can go over to patreon.com slash TV and keep the content flowing. Uh, we appreciate it loads if you do. Uh, so go have a look and check out that. Um, couple of weeks before there's a new movie, I think there's one at the end of the month on Netflix we might be doing, um, things definitely ramp up in October though, there's definitely a mm-hmm. lot of stuff coming out for the rest of the year. Big time. Uh, so you can expect a lot more gigawatts frequently uh, come, come October. Yep. Uh, although Matt's refusing to see uh, Venom, so that may just be a scripted review uh, solo, because I can't <laughs> yeah. convince anyone looks- else to go see it because it looks like crap. <sighs> Uh, I, it, it depends. I'm on vacation that week. If I have time, I might subject myself to it. But I'm not rerouting my vacation, no matter how much Tom Hardy. Give, give Matt night. shit. Make him feel guilty that he's, he's leaving me high and dry when it comes to Venom. Do it, people. Do it. Anyway, that has been The Predator. And hey, if nothing else, this was miles better than Alien Covenant. Miles better. Oh, easy. Night and day. Easy. Night and day, oh, that uh, terrible. but it's not a home run. I, I think that's. I mean, that, that's a lot bit disappointing. I was hoping for a home run. In, it's not a home run. Yeah, in in baseball terms, it was definitely a stand up double. Like we got to second base, but you're staying there. Like um, sure, yeah. <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, but that that's us. So thank you very much for joining us and talk about movies. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Keep watching movies, guys. And goodbye. I said. I said we'll see you next time already. I've kind of ruined this outro. Uh, that's us, guys. Predators hunting. In fact, one final point. I do. I, I mean, is is easy as as a as a point as this is to get. I loved it as the helicopter arrived at the start. The main theme kicked in because helicopters yeah. arriving yeah. in Predator movies are kind of like a big important point. It happened in Predator Two. Yeah. Happened in the first one, of course. And here we are again here. Uh, so yes, Predator, Predator for fans is, is a decent time. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye bye.